Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> what is up, Micah, man? I'm chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Good. Just got off work, man. Scarfed down some grub and um, and got here on the podcast. So we're ready to roll. We were supposed to have a guest tonight. This is episode 142 of your favorite Airbnb uh, short-term rental VRBO podcast in the world. Real estate. We talk it all. We talk it all here, but mostly, you know, heavy on the short-term rentals and heavy on the real estate. And yeah, man, it's Friday. We're ready to do this. We're ready to have a great episode. Like I said, there was a guest supposed to be on, couldn't make it, but we will have that guest on the next time. Right now, to just be a, a Steve and Micah ep, and we have a lot to talk about, I believe. Yes, sir. It is Friday the 13th. <laughs> so let's, we got to make this one special. Not just Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, 2020. So we'll see what goes oh, down. Real effed <laughs> up, man. <laughs> man, so how's everything been on your end, man? I think heard, I heard you got another unit, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I got another unit. And it's called the Bluebird. And um, Sarah, you know, Sarah hooked it up pretty. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, what do they call it? Uh, not, not, not efficiency, but they call it the, um, uh, when it's not, not, a, not a one bedroom, but it's a studio. Studio. Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> back in the olden days, back, you know, when, when, you know, dad got kicked out of the house from mom, he'd have to go to an efficiency, right? But now they call efficiencies um, studio apartments. It sounds a little classier, right? <laughs> Damn. I'll be like, Dad, why is your kitchen in, in your bedroom? Oh, don't worry about that, man. Your mom's messed up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, my dad just came and slept in the bunk bed with us. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, oh, man. man. So that's the Warren Inn. The Warren Inn. We should go buy all the old Warren Inns and turn them into micro Airbnbs. What's up with that? Efficiencies. Efficiency. Oh, they're studios. <laughs> but how's that? So, okay, so you got the Bluebird up. How's it coming got along? The Bluebird, and um, it's up and running. It's uh, being booked almost every night. How, uh, no, um, how long have you had it up? I have had it up for since, let me see, Oct- October, the, towards the end of October, I think I, I put it up. Yeah. Right, so it's already, we're in the middle of november so it's been pretty booking pretty solid since since i put it up there you go man so you and got one and then you got so you got two of them quick arbitrages are addicting you know you, you know this yes, it's sir. like it, it, it's it what i guess one of the addicting parts of it is like man i want an airbnb but how am I going to go buy a house? I have to go bid against 20 other people for a house. I have to bid like 20, 30,000, 50,000 over. And then I got to go and see if the bank does this and this, this, you know, and if I qualify. And then if we get the, the, you know, the, what's it called? The rate I want. And it gets, you know, all this whole long gas process. And, and at the end, you have to see if it appraises correctly. And then just to get it. And then you have to wait like another month until, the, I don't know, another two months till it closes. Well, then you can start your Airbnb, you know, you still got to furnish a whole fucking house. But with the arbitrage, say, oh, I want to arbitrage in downtown Dallas. Let's go look at some places in downtown Dallas. This is, looks nice. Nice area. Okay. Uh, when can I be in? I, I could be in tomorrow and I could have my, have it furnished in a week and up and running, making me money. That's addicting, man. That's just like yeah, <laughs> turning on this, 
turning on the cash spigot like immediately and like in a week you could be up and running and making money whereas waiting waiting three months to close on a damn house or condo or whatever you're trying to buy anyways that's the addicting part no i'm happy you brought that up because i I just had off a call yesterday with a consulting call and someone a guy asked me he was like hey man i only know about real estate through arbitrage and he said so on your end which one's better I said, man, I, I, I do them both. So I was like, man, I like them both. I like, you know, arbitrage. You can get that quick cash on cash return. If you want to buy a house, I mean, if you're not going the traditional route, it's a faster way. You know, if you, like, I got my last one off auction.com. We got in there three months. Well, we had it after, what, a month. We got it, boom, got it up running. I said, man, it's just a matter of you get cash on the arbitrage end, on the other time, and you get the long-term wealth. So, and then I kind of told them, I guess, I don't know if I've told you guys this. I broke my business down into three models. I have an arbitrage. We have arbitrage properties, timeshare properties, and owned properties. And the timeshare properties, you guys may know, outsourced it. So the only thing I really work on now is the arbitrages and the, uh, and, and the owned. And it's pretty easy because the owned properties, I can only pick it up a limited amount at this point in time with my lending and my network. So I can focus on arbitrages because my goal next year we break it in the door in 2020. We getting five arbitrages up right off the bat. Boom. Yeah. No Boom. more messing around. <laughs> you, you know, um, if, if you're kind of, you could say there's a hybrid of the two, you know, mm-hmm. buying properties and being able to get like something like an arbitrage up immediately, you know, it's kind of like, well, how can you do both? But I guess Adam Johnson, he kind of explained how he's able to, to enjoy the best of the both worlds because he uses, um, uh, what is it called when you uh, when you deal with directly with the with the seller as the bank um, seller financing seller financing or um, what is that what is the other term that they use a lot owner financing or uh, rap? something to something to Sub- subject to subject to that's his big thing subject yeah. to so he'll find someone that wants out of their house and he'll subject to and they'll move out and he gets access to it immediately right. Yep. And he has three years to, you know, you know, buy him out of it or whatever. And um, so that's like, he's going to purchase the house. Mm-hmm. And, and in the meantime, day one, he could start, you know, getting his, you know, cleaning it up, painting it, put the furniture and boom, you know, a few weeks he can be up and running on Airbnb, making money instead of waiting three months, you know, one, two, three months, whoever, you know, it depends on the person to buy something. But so he's dealing directly with the seller subject to, which means, you know, it's kind of like, he has like three years to, to close on this deal and then to cash them out and then he'll, he'll be, you know, officially buying the house. So that's like a mixture of both worlds. Yeah, that's a fact. Like, uh, man, I, I'm going to get this, try to get this guy on, man. He, he, he dropped a dope deal he did for Airbnb, but he, uh, he did owner financing, right? I think he had said the house is like worth 415 He put 10% down because uh, he was saying it, it's better than the bird, but I was like, eh. Uh, he put 10% down. And I, uh, I think the mortgage came out to like twenty four hundred, but he cash flows for no, no, he he grosses forty five hundred per door because it was a duplex. I was like, mm. damn. But I, I didn't really get into that. But he said he does all the cleaning himself. But it was a damn good deal. I'm like, damn, you did that with owner financing. He's making all that money and he's cleaning himself. <laughs> like, dang, I was like, like dang, this, this, this guy must looking. Be, go ahead. You should be looking for more of those deals instead of cleaning. Pay someone a hundred bucks. To <laughs> for real, I'm like what the hell? <laughs> That's what he explained it. He's like, yeah, this deal's better than burn. I was like, 
was like, kind of. I was like, yeah, I was like, that's a beautiful strategy. But I'm like, if you mix Burt with short-term rentals, you can get in with not, no money at all. And mm. I, I know you guys have – is this the first episode of me talking about my appraisal came in, coming in low? Uh, you mentioned it on, on Instagram, but you didn't mention it here. Okay. So my appraisal came in low, right? It came in at 95K. And I, I explained on Instagram how I messed up my numbers. Because uh, I, I was looking at houses with three beds, one and a half. And it comes out my house had three beds, one bath. And I didn't really pay attention to it. But I was telling this dude, I'm like, you could really get in with no money down with the bird strategy because you're buying rehab. Refi- at the refinance portion, you can pull everything out. My appraisal came in low. But out of everything, we pulled it. We're going to be pulling out 64. And we only put a total of 72 in the property. But the property has cash flowed. Two thousand two 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 grand cash flow for the first two months. Mm. So add that in sixty four plus four sixty eight. I only paid four thousand for the house. That's beautiful. Yeah, you, you can't <laughs> you can't be mad at that. So I was like, that, oh. that's furniture, closing costs, everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you can't be mad at that. So I'm like, it just depends on how you look at it, you know. So yeah, and then you got cash for the next one already. Yeah, exactly. You're looking for the next one. See, and this time I ain't using my cash. I'm straight using hard money. you got a a hard money hookup yeah 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 i I was in my mastermind group and they just start dropping hard money when there's like hey go here 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 so i was like oh yeah so Uh i'm about to try to use hard money now we gotta talk after the show oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hard money all day (laughs) so yeah i'm uh i'm pushing for hard money from now on now what's better than hard money is private money but yes sir the next step right see yeah exactly you just got to build it up you know what i'm saying so i eventually want to get into private money but mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's so many acquisition strategies out there. That's what we got to really, we got to really start focusing in on acquisition strategies because um, you guys know I'm about to pick up, um, my goal is to pick up 20 next year. And when I'm picking up 20 arbitrages and do two, two rehabs. So first quarter, I'm going to pick up five per quarter. I'm going to try to do five in Dallas, five in Houston, and then do five more in Dallas, but they're two bedrooms, five more in Houston, two bedrooms and any of our friends out there in nashville i want to do five more arbitrages in nashville and mm-hmm. I, i've been reaching out to property management companies mostly people who've been on the show and uh <laughs> uh trying to get my server letting them know what i'm coming so yeah that's my goal so i want to oh, start shit, man i'm gonna get me one in colorado then definitely <laughs> depends on which part because they got some strict ass laws mm, the weed right. part hmm? the weed part that's all of it. But uh, don't go to Denver. Denver ain't, it ain't there. How about New Jersey? Pick up something in New Jersey. Jersey, expensive. You gotta ask our ask our fans, Josh and Norman. They 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 that's they stomping grounds, man. You know when they saw that vote pass, they're like their ears perked up. Hmm, should we invest in New Jersey? They're coastal cities, man. They ain't some pain in the ass. It's funny. A guest of the show actually hit me up about Portland today, and he was like. But just check out how many people are going to come right across the bridge from New York to go do some, some marijuana tourism. Yeah. That's a lot of people from New York. Yeah. If you can get an arbitrage over there, yeah. I don't know. We, we'll get somebody on to do the Jersey market. We'll get somebody on to, to test, test that out. Because like you said, you know, prices are high, but it's all relative though, right? I mean, you could buy, you could, you could get a, you'd pay 2000 a month to rent a, a one bedroom in, in LA, but LA is going to rent better than, you know, I don't know, True. Houston or, or some, I don't know. LA is more, more, more inclined to shut down due to COVID. That's the thing. Uh, 
Yeah, we didn't talk about the new. We got a new president now, and so he, they're more prone to the shutdown. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah, that's what. But thing. Was, we have until January for the, till that happens. True. Also, Republicans still hold the Senate. Well, that there's a battle in Georgia going on, ain't there? I don't know. I'm not sure. That's what I heard. I, yeah. I was looking at it. They said they still hold the Senate. So you well, already noticed that. Not to get too political, but you know, certain stuff. Gets. You know, it's funny. I just thought of like a, an Airbnb or arbitrage, uh, uh, what's it called? Angle about, about the Georgia thing. Cause there's like a big battle. There's like, oh man, there's, I don't know, it's congressmen, senators, whatever it is that they're, they're fighting for these last two seats, which would give the majority either to the Republicans or the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Or if it's, if it's a tie, then um, the vice president, which would be uh, Kamala she would break the tie. Of course, she would go with whatever the Democrats want to vote for. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So this is a very important, these, this race or two races going on in Georgia. And so what a lot of people are doing are um, from both sides, they're taking up residency in, in Georgia, you know, making their, taking up residency there. So they can, cause when there's going to, it's so close, they're, they're saying they're going to be a runoff. When yeah. there's a runoff, they'll let all the citizens of that state vote over again. So, even Andrew Yang, you know Andrew Yang, he's already got him a place over there. He's going to say, yeah, me and my wife move, are moving to Georgia so we can help out the battle over here. So there's going to be a lot of influx of voters. So, I mean, they're not going to want to live there forever. But if you have a freaking nice arbitrage over there, a nice rental, oh, they're going to come in. They're going to hit you up. They're going to they're gonna say that's their new residency, at least for a year. You know, sign them for a year. Shit, make them sign a two-year lease. You know, don't, get them, don't let them get away with a year. They can leave after a month or whatever. They still got to pay <laughs> <laughs> oh, that two-year thing brought me to my next little subject. Go ahead, though. No, that was a, that was just an interesting thing I just thought of right now. Was like these uh, from the Republicans and Democrats are all headed over there to to live in Georgia so they can make up residency, and then when the runoff happens, they can vote. You know, so wow. it's going to be a, a big influx of population just for just for a few weeks. You know. <laughs> It's how the game is played, man. It's a fucking fucked up game. Anyways, you said right to your next story. Yeah, you said uh, a two-year lease. On your arbitrages, are you doing like a two-year lease? Are you doing a one-year lease? Or are you doing like a one-year lease and you can't raise my rent on the second year? How does that work? Well, currently I'm just doing the – well, actually I'm doing 14-month leases on on both of them. So there's no agreement to um, to not raise my rent. Um. Yeah, I didn't because it was pretty much I had to do everything through um, through local. Mm-hmm. And so they handled all that. And then I signed the contract with them. And so there was no like leeway on the lease or nothing like that. So but that's what I know. I wanted to talk to you about. Well, see, in a way, I was like, you know, I I know that a lot of these um, big time arbitrageurs, they like the two year lease, right? Some like three year leases. Mm-hmm. But this is my first, you know, like I'm the tortoise. You're the, you're the hare. You're the, you're the rabbit. You know, you want to like conquer the world real quick. I'm a little bit more apprehensive than you. So I'm like, I like kind of having the 12 month or 14 month lease because it lets me dip my toes in the Dallas market without, you know, you know, if what I always thought, what happens if I, if I, you know, get my ass handed to me in that one year then I'm stuck for a whole another year, you know, I just, I'm just a little more apprehensive. You than just me. cut the lease. That's the beauty of arbitraging. Cut it after one year? Yeah, you can just cut the lease. See, that's how I look at the beauty of arbitraging versus owning. You have a 15-year mortgage. If I have a lease, I just cut it. You know what I mean? But you wouldn't be on the hook for the, the second year? No, if you cut the lease, you just cut the lease. Now, the only thing I don't like is if it's in my personal name. If it's my business name, and I cut the lease. Um, 
But I'll say this. It it looks bad when you're destroying a relationship unless you've negotiated, hey, we're on a one-year lease and you can't raise the rent the second year if I decide to renew. You know what I mean? That's a good – I like that. I like that. You know what I mean? So if I decide to renew, you can't raise the rent. But if not, I'll let you have your unit. You go lease it and do whatever you want to do. I guess the only thing – I mean, that would be – yeah, like you and, and you mentioned it, you have more power to, to ask for things like that if you're going to scoop up five units or 10 units from those people. Yeah. But if you're just going to do one unit, they're going to just say that's part of their part of every apartment complex. They're going to raise the rent every year. So why would we not do that for you? But if you're going to do five or 10 at a time, yes, they might they might write that exactly. in for you. See, that, that's what I said. Like when I'm walking in the door now, I'm kind of doing partnerships. I'm walking in 10 units minimum. You know what I'm saying? We need 10 doors. So. And then we go from there, build it up. So yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm doing. So five, 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 every every pickup. So then they're getting they're gonna they're gonna negotiate because now I'm giving you five leases. You can do something for me because you can take that back to your bank. Go get you another damn building built. Wherever Alex is, I'm serious. That's that's what they're doing with those leases. And I think a lot of people don't. And that's kind of goes back to my point of understanding both sides of the game. Like a lot of people don't know how banks work with like commercial real estate you know what i mean so if you know how that works you have leverage on that side you know if you give somebody 10 leases you know what the hell this dude who owns this building or the the whoever's in this syndication what they're about to go do with these 10 leases like yo they might take it to the bank you know what i'm saying so <laughs> seriously they're taking that to the bank that's their leverage hey, i can give me give me 10 more give me another let me give build another uh high rise over here. i had a um we have a Friend of the show. I'm not going to mention their names. As soon as I started talking about them a little bit, you'd be like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Anyways, they, they showed me some, um, some ghetto apartment one time to try to get me to, hey, you can, you can Airbnb here at, at our ghetto <laughs> apartment that we have. <laughs> you already know who it is. Yeah. And uh, it looked great in the pictures. But I got there, man. It was ghetto. And I was like, man, I can't, I can't Airbnb. Oh, man, yeah, it'll be good, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, it's kind of ghetto over here, dude. I don't want to, I'm going to get, it looked great in pictures, but it, I could get some bad reviews and I might even get kicked off of Airbnb because of it, you know? And, um, and they're like, wow, come on. Well, I think, I think his main goal, cause they were trying to refinance out or they were trying to do something. He so he wanted leases. He wanted leases. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that reminded me of what you said right now. So they wanted to get all their cash out. They're going to show the bank, look, it's 90% rented. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it wasn't going to be for me, though. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I tell people. When you understand that, you know what I'm saying? That's what they're doing. See, me and you, luckily, we have connections who own five, six hundred doors. And they'll tell you, hey, this is what we're doing with these leases. You know what I mean? Um, And it was just like with the thing with, uh, I think we talked about it with Shelby and I talked about it a little bit when how I'm refinancing my properties that I'm short term written. I'm using the lease. I'm leasing the place back out and I'm, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's to, the same your, way. to your LLC, right? Yeah, it's the same methodology. Methodology, exactly. Okay, now, now, when you were looking at those apartments in in Dallas, were um, were they gonna let you rent to your or rent it with your LLC? No, and that was an issue on my end. I didn't like as well. I'm like, so, but I got somebody planting a bug, you know, to like, hey, maybe we should start going this LLC route. Oh, okay. Yeah, as, yeah. As, yeah as, you, as you expand. Yeah, definitely. That, that, yeah, exactly. That's real big, man. Because something goes down, you might as well, you can bankrupt an LLC and you'll be scot-free, right? Exactly. Uh, Donald Trump, what's up? <laughs> Speaking of Trump, man, this, 
seems like a lot of people are mixing their politics and, and business. Mm. Bad idea. Terrible idea. I told them mixing politics and business is a bad idea. So, so what exactly are you referring to? Because I saw some <laughs> post on Facebook. Oh, this guy. <laughs> I guess he was a Trump supporter or whatever. Uh, and he, he had a yard sign out in front of it. He has a, he has a house. I guess it's, it's one lot, two houses. And there's a yard. And he has this Trump sign out there. <laughs> Somebody went to his house. And uh, he left him. He wrote him on a notepad. Hey, you're, you're, you're what's wrong with this country? Uh, you Someone rented it. his house. Someone rented his yeah, house. Rented it. I mean, yeah, rented it. Yeah. And then they wrote this in the uh, in, in his book. Like, you're a terrible host for even having this up. You're what's wrong with America. I'm not <laughs> going to be staying here. And he left. And he goes, you don't even have to bother refunding me. And I was, so he posted it in the group. And I was like, I just straight said, I said, man, mixing politics and business is bad business. A lot of people were like, it doesn't matter. Politics is... I'm like, okay, if that's what you do. I mean, <laughs> I don't care if you're supporting red, blue, whatever. I ain't, you, you will never know. If you step into my Airbnb, you will never know my political affiliate. That, that has nothing to do with the business. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that's what he wanted to do. And he, I was like, man, because I told him, put it on the other side of the yard. You know what I mean? If he thinks it's the neighbors, that's no big deal. But don't hurt your own business because of that. <laughs> That's that is messed up, especially uh, as polar polarizing a figure as Trump was, you know, <laughs> or is he ain't gone nowhere yet. And I tell you, man, the day you step sides on a pop on a political issue, fifty percent of the country now hates you. It's that simple. <laughs> it's true, man. And I, you know, I I try to stay out of it at work, but if someone starts talking politics and just yelling stuff out, I. I just ask them simple questions, you know? I was like, okay, well, how is this going to affect you if that guy wins? Or this, uh, well, you're just a Trumper or you're just a this. Or, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm just trying to, I know you. <laughs> a Trump people, people just blindly, you know, follow whatever, like whatever party tells you to follow. The Republicans follow exactly what, okay, I'm supposed to believe in this. I'm going to believe in all this. Democrats, I'm going to believe in this. I'm going to believe in all this. Even if it goes against their own personal beliefs is what's oh. scary you know what i'm saying oh, and man. but oh but we'll i have to talk go. after the show on that yeah one. oh man that's deep and to me i think like uh, people should look at everything open-mindedly you know i like some of the things democrats do i like some of the things republicans do and vice versa i don't like some of the things that either side do mm-hmm. why should i have to pick one or why should you know and um most people just they just i don't know it's it's just they just their mother told them <laughs> But, <laughs> you know, I bet 99% of people that vote, vote for who their parents voted for, yeah. or maybe 90%. It's, it's, oh, it's very high. high. It's very uh, high. They, I think in the study, they said uh, religion and politics are the two that you're more than likely just going to follow what your parents taught you. Those are the two, I believe it was. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, but mixing politics and business is bad business. In my uh, and like I said before, like millionaires, what do they do? Or billionaires, they Greece donate both sides of the aisle. Exactly, fifty percent <laughs> to the Republicans, fifty percent to Democrats, and hey, whoever wins, they're gonna hook me up. You know what I'm saying? That's for real. That's how you got to look at it. Look at it as a business. But <laughs> yeah. So uh, now I have a question. Since you're so into arbitraging, when's the next time you think you're gonna pick up another place to own? Like when are you gonna buy another? <sighs> That's. I'm I'm looking every day. I'm looking at for deals every day, but I mean I don't have a, a time frame. And I I guess I guess the thing I'm 
I guess I see it this way. If I if I see a, a great arbitrage deal come up, I'm, I'm gonna hop on it. If I see a great house deal come up, I'm gonna hop on it. And if I see a great um, like right now, I'm I'm really studying the uh, the the timeshare in business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm talking. You know, of course, I learned a lot from you. I'm talking to other people about because that use different t- types of timeshares and seeing how those work. I just want to know what's the best bang for my buck, and um, and we got a rock star Federico in our back pocket, so that's a good thing. And um, shout out to Federico. <laughs> yeah, Federico, I'm out to have him uh, make sure he comes to me exclusively. I'm out to up his pay rate like uh, you keep other people, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's enough Federico to go around. Uh, and, and he's smart, too, because he's oh, saying that if it gets – yeah, he, first of all, he's brilliant, you know. And he, he's um, he's worked for American for years now, and he, he runs – he runs all of South America, all their um, uh, reservations and, and he deals with all the customers. And I mean, he does, he trains all over the world. He, like he said, he'd been over to 50 States. So he, he sets up shop in all these places all over the world. The countries, right? Countries, other countries. So they need a man to go in there and teach him how to do this reservations things, right? They send Federico. He's, he's the wolf. And um, so he's, he's a big deal. The thing is right now, you know, uh, Argentina is going through problems. And so, you know, he's, he's looking for ways to make some extra income and, and you know, here we go. But what I'm, what I'm, what I was getting at, um, there's enough of Federico to go around while I'm saying that because, of course, his wife, um, Caro, Carolina, she's she's helping out with the business, too. And he has other friends, too, that he can put under him to help out, too. He's thinking like a businessman. So don't worry. There's plenty of, Feder- plenty of Federico to go around. Oh, I already talked to him. We talk every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Federico, thing with him, I could tell he's high ranked in uh, American Airlines because of how he thinks. When you all the books I've read, and they say hire someone who's smarter than you, uh, hire someone who you know who understands the goal. He's the he's what all books are referring to. That's the dude. He he gets it. Oh, yeah. Like he he'll come to me be like, hey man, here's these charts. This is where we are losing money. In. I'm like, hell yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he, he brings. It. He's like, yo, this is where we losing money at. We raise this right here. We get more reservations. I'm like, hell, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he he. I can tell my audience. He's that dude. He's smart. Yeah, I love Federico, man. Federico, that's my guy right there. I like him. He 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 get he gets it. Like he he thinks like a business owner. He said, yeah, I can have people down here doing it. And you know, he fired my VAs for me. Whoa, <laughs> hell yeah. He was like, yo, y'all, yo, yo. He goes, you man, sorry, uh. I got to go. I have another. He's running it a different way, man. That's what I need. You know what I'm saying? You need a manager to manage it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's how it is. He, he he's cold with it. I, I love him. He he gets it. He gets what he gets. He gets the mission. You know what I mean? And then he takes it to another level. Exactly. So yeah. the timeshares, I ain't even have to look at. Them. That's beautiful. I ain't looked at the timeshares. <laughs> I barely even looked at the houses that I own. So, yeah. You know, so. So where I was going with earlier before yeah, go we, we got into that was uh, like you asked me, well, what are you going to buy another house? Well, I'm, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm always looking for the, I'm look every day I look at houses. Every day I'm looking at the, you know, potential timeshare. I'm uh, not timeshares. Well, I'm looking at that too. But I'm looking at um, potential arbitrage, you know, arbitrages. And then every day I'm looking for, um, I'm studying the timeshare thing. So it's like, I, I'll, I'll an- analyze it like this. Um, NFL, you know, you're, you're doing the draft, you know, you can't say, okay, well, when are you going to get a running back? 
I don't know. When is the right one going to fall to me? Or when are you going to get a you, – you got number, you got number one pick. Well, it depends on who's there, right? You can't just say, oh, we're going to pick a lineman no matter what. You're not going to waste the number one pick on a lineman, you know what I'm saying? If there's this badass quarterback that's going to be – you know, or it falls to you at number 10, the badass quarterback, but you wanted to re- draft a wide receiver – you just go by what's the best, like, I guess, what do they say? The best option out there at that time at the position you're at, you know what I'm saying? So right. if, if the best thing, if a, a badass house deal comes through, then I'm not, I'm going to put everything else on hold and I'm going to focus on getting that house. Right. If a badass arbitrage comes through, I'm going to put all the other things and get that arbitrage. And it just depends on what's the best option. At okay. That. Yeah. I'm going to say it like this. Set up systems so you can do all three. Yeah. That's how I was looking at it. Set up systems so you can do all three. And then you got your email going. They're sending you arbitrage deals. You, they're sending you places that you can buy. You know what I mean? And then you pick them. And then you have your team run the numbers. You have your team. Uh, you have your team running numbers. You have your team running comps. You have your team telling you, hey, these units are available. It's a way to get a system because that, that's where I was. I, I found that I limit myself with my thinking. I found that really, really, I had to really, after I read the book, um, the last book I read, I really realized, like, man, I limit myself a lot with my thinking. So I was like, that's why this year, 2020 has been a real good year to us. We've been blessed with 2020. I hate COVID happened. But it's been real big blessing. Like you know, I really pushed myself in another level this year, and I'm right, happy right. about that because I changed my thinking. Like straight, nice, go nice. big or go home. You know, I love that. I love that. Well, there's blood in the streets. Straight up. Yeah. But that's that's cool, man. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Set up the systems, and um, and this and this is the thing about the the arbitrages. I'm I'm not running them, right? I got some. I got people running them. Even though it's been growing pains, well, well, maybe you know I'm referring to something funny. Um, the other night, the, this 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 girl checked in pretty late, right? She checked in pretty late this one night, and of course I don't have to deal with it. They, I got someone, I got someone for that. So they're explaining to her the check-in things, and she's she's kind of dumb, and she, <laughs> so she's not getting it, and she's asking all these questions. She didn't fill out the thing, and she's asking how to the code. And anyways, I'm kind of like I glance at it and I'm laughing, you know. I'm like I ain't gonna. <laughs> I don't got to respond to this shit. It's so funny. <laughs> and then like, like, I don't know. It was like later that night, she's like, Hey, um, how does this smart TV work? I can't seem to get my Netflix. On. <laughs> so I just, I remember having to deal with all that stuff back in the day, but now I'm paying somebody, you know, 15% to deal with all of that. And it's like such a, it's such a burden lifted, you know, that's real, man. I love that. That dude, you get so much of your time back when you hire something out and it's funny because after i seen you do your um property management company i'm sitting here looking like you know if they'll set it all up I, i'll go get the units you know what i'm saying if they down to run it i'm with that all day yeah. you know because i ain't got the time to go set up units run back and forth with furniture and all that man I'm, I'm setting my systems up right now before we even get popped off like right now um I went ahead and called a bunch of furniture stores. I found out who finances most furniture stores. I found the bank that does that, and I got a meeting with the bank. So then I'm going to see if I can get about 50, about 100K just for for furniture financing or 0% interest for a year so I can get my 20 units next year. So 
Yeah, man. I've been pushing like hard, man. I'm, I'm, I told you, man, I was like, man, I'm no longer limiting myself with my mindset. Like, like I really have to look. I'm like, man, I know we know way too much. We know way too many people for us to not have enough doors to where we just chilling somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like with the ones I'm picking up in because I'm picking up five in Houston first. First people I called, I was like, man, let me call AJ and Erica. EA Logic, they've been on the podcast before. They manage. Hit him up. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll manage him for you. We'll set it up. I was like, the, the connections are there. You just got to do it straight up. It's like Nike. You just got to do it. Can I ask what fee they charge to manage in Houston? Uh, I think they said 15. I got to run back with them because I, I told them it might be adjusted because of the number I'm giving them because I'm, I'm coming in heavy. Like I'm doing five, ten units at a time. So I'm going to see. You, you know, it's funny with them, like thinking way back to our, our podcast with them. They, it's like they started off doing their own Airbnbs and they just fell in love with the managing side, man. That's like they, they fell in love with the management of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Management, it is easy to fall in love with because you barely got to do anything from your end. And you're, it's, you, your cost is low. Your cost of doing business is very low. You almost like collecting the check. Yeah, you don't have any skin in the game. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So the arbitrage is doing everything, you know, yeah. they're getting the place, they're furnishing the place, they're yeah, paying for everything. And you just go in and take a chunk of it to run it. And hopefully you have your systems where it runs itself. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's exactly what I say. Have your systems to where it runs itself. See, and I'm not, I don't mind even training up, like not even training them up, but if a management company's kind of new and they know certain things, if I know certain things, I would definitely help them out if they, um, I'm definitely help them out if they're trying to grow their business. You know what I mean? I'll let mm. you manage mine and I'll tell you some systems I use, you know? I had a little, uh, I wouldn't say scare, not kind of a scare. When you mess with my money, you scare me a little bit. <laughs> um, well, my, my unit, the, um, the Bluebird, the new one, yeah. someone rented it like on the it's like 24th and 25th, right, of November. Mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay someone someone grabbed thanksgiving i looked at it and I, my payout was only like 200 bucks after everything i was like wait a minute mm-hmm. those are prime days you know i was just thinking to myself thanksgiving i was like and they're only renting it out for 89 bucks a night or whatever the hell like a regular tuesday or wednesday price or whatever it was and then i, I hit them up hey um just to just to let y'all know you should probably raise prices on the holidays and they said oh how much do you want to raise them i was like uh <laughs> that's y'all stuff to research you know i mean i could give you a price but y'all are supposed to be on top of that and anyways um what i found out later thanksgiving is actually on the 26th so the day of thanksgiving they hadn't they they didn't rent it for like an 89 dollar price you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's still there and they still have like um a five-day minimum from things from the day of thanksgiving forward like things that we would already we kind of know about you know doing airbnb mm-hmm you would put the five day minimum on both sides. Right. And then slowly decrease it as the, as the day approaches. And then you would definitely have the prices higher because people are coming to town for Thanksgiving. They're going to pay more. Right. Well, kind of. In the past, it's always been like that for me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I've always said houses though. That's a difference. Yeah. Me, I kind of do a little bit different. I kind of use, I set my calendar up to get longer reservations to begin with. Like how I run my pricing, I use Sean's uh, pricing strategy, and I, I I get long like right now my place, my place one of my places is booked till December. The other one, the lady just checked out and she was there for like two months through Airbnb. 
And then the other one has been the dude's been there a month, but he's going to have to go for two weeks because reservations in between. And then he's booking for another month, but that was direct. But so it kind of depends. I, I, I'm kind of losing my touch on that game on the whole raising and lowering prices because I usually get the longer reservations. Nice, nice. Yeah. But I would definitely raise them on those dates. That's obvious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially yeah. like New Year's coming up. Now, somebody did book for New Year's. They paid like almost $500 for New Year's. So, you know, a couple nights. So I wasn't really tripping too hard. Oh, that's pretty. That's good money. That's good money. Yeah. Um. So, did have you have you sold your condo yet? Uh, no. Okay, I'm happy you brought that up. So, um, the contractor is supposed to start Monday. He starts Monday. We go ahead and start getting everything done. Um, once that's done, we can go ahead and list it. Um, we're gonna 10:31 it. So once we get it listed, then sold. Uh, and after that, we're, we'll be done. We'll be ready to go. Oh, there you go. Nice, nice. Um, you got called out. What for am your I? Two- Do I? <laughs> How much? One twenty. Furniture included. Oh, see, there you go. Now you're talking my talking my yeah. I offered it to two people. I even offered it to my coworker. Oh, really? They didn't want to buy it. They said they would look at it. They look at it, but but the no. there's a lady in the damn complex that wants to buy it. But she has two already, so I know she's gonna come at me with investor numbers. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'll see. Maybe she's trying to to flip the HOA, trying to get an Airbnb Airbnb ready. Nah, with three of them, she can't because it's an old dude and they're almost like eleven. Oh shit! But does he get eleven votes? I don't know how that yeah. HOA works. They get eleven votes. Oh wow! Yeah, he gets eleven votes, so it's the vote per door. So he's but, anti. He's anti Airbnb. Oh, he's all for it. But there's another somebody in there who owns like, I think, he owns more than him. So it's probably like a 12, 13. and he's all against it. He's an older. But they're both older guys. But this guy, he was the guy who told me why they shut down Airbnb over there. He was, he was like, oh yeah, they were people were having bad guests. They weren't controlling them. People guests having sex in the pool and. <laughs> prostitution ring he was that yeah, guy. there was a prostitution ring though. yeah right? he was that guy he was like yeah man he goes yeah they ruined it for everybody and i was like oh he goes that's when they start voting against it and i'm mm. and it, it would happen i think it happened like when right either right when i bought so i'm i'm, I'm, I'm thinking when i bought that condo they might have been selling it for that reason mm. you know what i mean oh wow okay it, it was your gold mine for a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> Taxes Arlington so scares me though. Arlington, man. I wouldn't touch Arlington. Man. <clears throat> I see, I see, I see houses over there. Like, man, that'd be a good deal. But I don't want to give Arlington no more of my money, man. They, the way they do us so dirty. Dude, did you see? You seen them new Airbnbs they threw up over there though? Yeah, that's so, funny how a corporation house? how a corporation can come in and get their freaking shit stamped, and we can't. You know, yeah, we've been paying taxes for years over there. Yeah. They did that. They did. They did their citizens dirty with that one, dude. Very dirty, dude. Yeah. No. Well, well, you live and learn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Arlington, I wouldn't touch either. I, yeah. That's what I'm selling. I'm. I have a goal right here: sell all the rentals in Texas. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping state, man. I'm jumping next door. Oh, you're just gonna arbitrage here? Yeah, arbitraging. I'm just use Texas for arbitraging, and I'm gonna short-term rent in other places. You know, places where I can just get a little bit more cash flow. Well, a lot more cash flow. Right, right, right. 
Hmm. What I was talking about, you know, dealing with rock stars. Yeah. We've, we've found a rock star in, in Sarah. She hopped on the show. Yeah. And she's, uh, man, she's taking on a lot of work now. And that's, that's great. She's hopping out of her, her full-time job, man. She's burning the ships. Really? She's hopping out of her full-time, um, what, what was it? Uh, freaking, um, what is that called? Or you're designing houses and shit. Architecture. It's a full-time architecture job. I'm not exactly sure what she did there, but she's hopping out of that uh, focus full-time on her business of, um, you know, furnishing, furnishing, um, uh, designing and furnishing Airbnbs and short-term rentals. And so she's already done two for me, Mike Brown, downtown Mike Brown's going to, he's going to get, he's going to do one for him. Um, she's done. Yeah. She's done several for other people. She's, um, a friend of the show. Um, Jenny, Jenny boo, boo, booey, I don't Jenny, know. Yeah. Jenny Bowie. Bowie. Jenny yeah. Out of Florida. Fun. She's going to do one for her in Florida. And then, and then Sarah Behar, Sarah up in, in New York in those cabins and those cabins up in New York. She was Aber? on the show. Aber, Aber. Yeah, she's Aber, whatever. She's going to do one for her, like a virtual setup for her. And then she's, um, she's already been hit up by uh, Jerome in the house. He's already been hit up by Jerome. But a lot of more people in the Dallas area want her services. I'm like, man. Hey, you can't have- be pitching her, man, because now everybody got to take her. See, now she's got to <laughs> raise the rates. We can't be telling everybody. Dude, hey, man. <laughs> a- Adam James, we, we come from, a, what's it called? Abundance. No, nah, but honestly, though, man, I'm happy for Sarah. Because I, I was trying to get some over in the place she just hit up, but the numbers didn't work out for me. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy we're able to help people grow their business and, and it's funny how that works so adam, adam james talked about it you know talk about it from a abundant because he's like yeah we we we, we give a lot uh, he says we give away a lot of free information but then at the same end i had a conversation with him before and he's like man you you know it's good to to come at things with an abundance mentality because there's enough for everybody and yeah. he goes and the more you give out there the more you're going to get back in return and it's been happening yeah. for us man it's been really? happening for us and so um we got a, a rock star mom short-term rental designer and stager and 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 yeah she does everything shout out to sarah she'd be killing sarah me. maria mcneese now maria mcneese i'm gonna i want to on i want to my next arbitrage i want to onboard her as my as my property manager I was even though she's in too. florida she's in florida but if you new have a have, thought she was in new york well I'm, I'm sorry yeah she's in new york but she manages the, all the units in florida. florida okay and um and the way she told me i mean if you talk to this girl like one-on-one talk with her I mean, it's like it's like like you probably how you felt when you talked to Federico, how they have so much knowledge, and um, and if there's something that she can't answer, she says, oh, let me let me research that. I'm gonna get back to you. She's one of those people. She's like she'll yeah. go above and beyond, and she'll tell you because you okay, boots on the ground is a big fear. You don't have boots. On, oh, this is what I do for about the boots on the ground. I get you know get you know get a great handyman. I get a great cleaner. You know we work with boom boom boom, and she just had an answer for everything. You know it's like I'm not used to interviewing people, but I was like man, I was blown away. Yeah, and I was like, I want you know, and she was gonna give me even a better rate than local gives me, you know, and yeah. so um, so I was like, why why not? You know, she's gonna bust her ass for me, and I'm even trying to, excuse me, link her up with Federico because um, because the more units she picks up, she's gonna need a VA, someone to help out, you know, help mm-hmm. run them for her. Yeah. And so so yeah, it's just we're just meeting a lot of uh, a lot of rock stars doing this what we're doing. That's a fact, man. And people people really picking up, man. I'm I'm happy like. Really, man, we we running like a million dollar, multi million dollar organization with everybody we got. You know what I'm saying? Everybody getting a piece of the pie. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy she. I'm happy. Shout out to Sarah. I'm happy she picked up. You know what I mean? That's real cool. And it's cool because Sarah is really smart. Sarah knows how to place things. Like 
She found us on Instagram by tagging us in a story. We watched <laughs> the story, put her on the podcast. Now look what she's doing. That's the type of stuff you have to think of. You know what I mean? And she does it. She does it. Federico does it. Maria does it. Everybody on the show, they do it. They pick up one thing. Like, like what, what, is, what did uh, Gary V say? You put out one piece of content. That content can take you to a whole nother place. Like dog face. Dog face. I was thinking that One too. piece of content. That's all it took. <laughs> just keep posting content. It just took one video. He's going to be a millionaire from that one 10-second video. One 10-second video. <laughs> that's all it took, man. You know, so. And I think Mahogany said this the other day. She said the only thing between us and success is action. Mm. It's just action. Once you take action, it's there. You, 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 you might fall. Get back up, keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's a I, I, I saw a saying too today. I thought it was pretty cool. It was, um, oh, someone put it up. It was like, I don't know. You think of like a, a historical figure like Theodore Roosevelt or someone like that, right? And it said, most people don't find success because it usually looks like, what it looks like comes in overalls and hard work. <laughs> so, ah, I like that. I like that. They look, I'm reading the book, The Millionaire Next Door, and that is a perfect example of that book. That's what they're talking about. Right, right. That's a fact. But um, so I finally automated my direct booking process. We finally got that automated. Um, almost everything's automated. The only part I have not automated is getting the door code to them. I can get my door to create a, reser- a uh, code for them, but I can't get the, the code to go out. So I got to get the code to go out. That's the one I'm, I'm looking for right now. Um, I have to mm. manually send the code. But other than that, the direct booking game, I'm telling y'all, that is the next level of truth. I think I posted it on Facebook today. I said, you get better guests because the only thing, because guests know there's nothing standing between the, between you, the host, and their credit card. So uh, they're usually, I'm sure you get a better, better guest, man, straight up. That's golden right there, man. Straight up. Yeah, because they don't have the, they can't manipulate the game with Airbnb. Say, hey, give me my money back. Yeah, Airbnb. that's exactly what it is, man. Because like, the whole Airbnb, Airbnb, I'm going to have to rag on Airbnb a little bit. First off, they lost like 100,000 users yesterday by accident. They deleted them. Oh. Uh, yeah, they accidentally deleted I think they recovered them. A lot of people were saying their, their account said uh, down for maintenance, but Airbnb deleted 100,000 users supposedly yesterday. Um, but one thing about them, they've become a shield for reckless guests. And the reason why I say that is because they, you know, if if the guest causes $700 worth of damage, I really found out that $1 million host guarantee is really for Airbnb. So Airbnb filed the claim to their $1 million guarantee host guarantee, right? Get the money out. Once they get the money out, okay, hey, this guy needs 700. Then they send it right back to uh, us, the host. The guests don't pay for Jack. Therefore, they'll, they don't. They can be reckless. Mm. They don't have to. They don't have to abide by any rules. Like people, there's some hard, like straight up, we're Airbnb for life people out here. But man, Airbnb got some real big holes they need to fix, and that's one of them. Airbnb is like that symbol is a shield for reckless ass guests, mm. in my opinion. But that's how I look at it. Because like, so I they, think, go ahead. So they don't hold their credit cards or charge them anything if they like do something crazy at someone's house. No, like even you said, like the, the security deposit ain't real. Yeah, that ain't you're, real. You're not not charging security deposit. 
I think Airbnb is in a point where they don't want to lose money. So they're trying to be, they've actually became more fair in their decisions. I've noticed that they became more fair in their decisions. Cause I think they sent me a message about a guest was trying to, uh, what did the guest say? The guests didn't know they had a security deposit at the front door at the front check-in desk. And they were trying to say that that was not fair, but, the the Airbnb, the Airbnb people are like, oh, well, we've seen it in your list and we let the guests know they have to pay the fee, which I'm pretty sure Airbnb probably paid it for them. But that that's the problem, I think, with Airbnb and their guests. They, they've created a system where hosts and guests don't trust each other and because it's because Airbnb is playing the middleman. Remove the middleman, got a smooth transaction. Yeah, that's true, man. So you got to be, you got you to gotta remove the middleman. My, I've been giving advice. You know, it's funny. I can't help but give advice, right? Yeah. Because we've been, we've been doing this show for a couple of years now, right? Or how long we've been doing it? Yeah, a couple of years, probably longer. But um, uh, so at, at my units over there, I have, I have internet, you know, have internet in the first unit I got, which is the, the green dream. Look it up on, on Facebook, on, yeah, IG, Facebook. Gosh, I got a link for it. But I got my new unit, unit below it. So I'm just, I was like, well, shit, it's just like, it's just right up, you know, right mm-hmm. above it. So I just share the internet to that one. Right. And so I don't have to get another, I have to set up another, you know, setup fee and all that shit. It's just, and it's a, it's a strong fiber optic, uh, fiber optic AT&T, you know, internet. Ooh. So it's good. Hey, it's flying, smoking. Yeah. And anyways, Sarah asked me, cause she was setting up a, a unit across from mine, across from the green dream in front of it for a, for a client. And she said, would you, would you be interested in sharing your internet with him too? And I was like, well, maybe, you know, it, it, should, it shouldn't affect it too much because the way the apartments are set up, it's just like sharing internet in this house right here, you know what I'm saying? And so I spoke with him, you know, he's a cool dude. And, um, and so we, we talked a little bit about, you know, about Airbnb and stuff. And he's, and he's just, he's more of a passive. He's just giving, giving his money, you know, getting the unit, giving, you know, getting her set it up and letting local run it, like no questions asked. And so I, you know, so we're splitting the internet. So I'm for, for 30 bucks, you know, um, I've got, I'm getting two of my units, you know, juice with the internet for 30 bucks a month, which is pretty good. Yeah. And, um, and so he's paying the other half of it for his unit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So 15, and, well, he's paying 30, <laughs> he's paying half the internet. Ah, uh, yeah. He don't know. I got two units. Ah! <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no, but either way, it's not, I'm not ripping them off. I, I'm paying I'm paying 60 bucks a month for internet and he's, oh, paying, 30. Okay, and he's okay. paying, he's paying half of that, which is 30. You know, I'm not ripping. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm just, okay. I just happen to have a unit under me that's sharing it too, whatever. Okay. But anyways, so he don't have to set up, you know, to pay a setup fee for internet and he don't have to pay 30, you know, 60 bucks a month for internet. He's paying 30, but I, I got to speaking with the dude and, and he's a cool guy. He, he's more into stocks than, than, you know, this, he's, he thought he'd just try a few units and see how, see how it stuck. And I think he looked at the, he, he got the one across the hall, which is the one y'all checked out. I, I saw y'all on the camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got him to pay half of the, of the ring camera for the year too. He went ahead and did that. You know how you pay for a year. Oh, he, he sees, okay. <laughs> Smart idea. But the thing is he ain't even watching it. What happened already? I mean, he just, he just like had his first couple guests. Um, see local messed up the, the cleaning schedules. And so he had a guest check out. The place wasn't clean. The next guest checked in to a filthy place and it was missing sheets, missing this and that. And he, they get, he got a one-star review right off the bat, man. Like his second review, got a one-star review, just, you know, complaining. And I, <laughs> and he was all, he was upset about it. I, was, I told him, dude, I was like, 
you know, at least check the camera for, you know, if you, if you want to, you know, you paid for half the camera, at least check it for check-ins, check-outs. I know you want to be super passive, but from my experience with local, I'm just, I have to kind of, I have to kind of monitor them a little bit, you know, and it sucks to have to do that. But in order for me to rent apartments and rent those, those places there, I'm, I'm stuck with local. The only, my only end is working with them. You know, they're getting better or whatever, but I still, Hey, heads up, you know, you know, someone checked out heads up someone, you know, if, if I noticed the cleaner didn't come through, I would have picked that up. He didn't notice it cause he didn't check the cameras. And so he got burned with a one-star review and I told him, okay, this is what you got to do now. You know, it sucks, but you're going to have to tell local to remove your listing altogether since you're, since it's brand new, right? Repost it as a brand new listing. And also he, they haven't even posted his professional pics yet. He's got four old, you know, iPhone picks up for his unit. I, I know it's, he's, he's, he's kind of a competitor. He's in the same place that I am. You know, he's got his unit up. He's kind of a competitor, but I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like helping him out a little bit. Cause I don't want to see, I don't want to see anybody fail at this game. It's not even a competitive thing to me. I'd be like, man, uh, if you missed uh, I would have, well, first off, I'd have been happy. They missed it. This time to learn. So for example, Federico made a mistake the other day. A couple of them, he talked to me about it, didn't care because now he's learning. So mistakes, don't care. What you're going to do about the mistake, that's what I care about. So, okay, you're, you're missing your cleanings. Instead of me checking in, what's your cleaning system, local, and how does it work? How are you missing cleanings? That's how I would handle it. So then I can give local a better system to implement and then make their jobs easier. I'm not giving myself more work. Hell no, that ain't, that ain't how it go. I'm going to give them more work. You should have told him, find locals uh, cleaning process, then come to me, tell me what it is, then I can help you. Then you can go to local. Yeah, don't create work for yourself. Mm, don't create that's, work that's, for yourself. Create that's wise. That's wise right there. Yeah, create systems. Be like, what's your, do you, then you can go to local, be like, do you guys know about turnover B&B? They can just pick up the cleanings on there. You know what I mean? Give them right. the systems you know about, they can use them so you can go get another damn unit. Not and the thing is, and the thing is with local, I've, I've tried to give them advice before and they're, they're more like, Oh, don't worry about it. We got this. We know what we're doing kind of thing. That's their response. It's like, they don't want to receive advice. I'm trying to help them. I'm like, listen, I've, I've done, I have a Airbnb podcast. I've interviewed a bunch of people. I know how I kind of know how to do this, you know, and I've, I've run my own Airbnbs. I've, I've always been a super host. I've never lost my super host badge. So so I could give you, you know, I'll tell you, I could give you all some advice about this and that, and you know, that they're more just don't worry about it. You know, we got this and we got our people. We got so-and-so doing that. We got so-and-so doing that. Mm-hmm. They're growing pretty fast, but they're, they're starting to drop the ball a lot. That's what Sarah told me. She's there they're, because they're growing really fast and they're just starting to. Drop yeah. I mean, you, you just got to, because I kind of feel what locals going through. You do kind of drop the ball a little bit when you're growing, when you're growing without systems, I'll say that. When you're growing without systems, you do drop the ball a lot. Like you got to – Okay, good for I'm, me. I'm going to I'm, I'm look at this and say this. With my Airbnb business, my arbitrage business, I didn't focus – I focused more on systems than growth. Now, has that held me back? Yes. But now when I go into the arbitrage game, I can go in balls to the wall. We're taking over. You know what I mean? Because I already have the systems in place. Mm-hmm. So it, so I think they're growing without systems. They're going to grow faster, but you might start crumbling some shit on the back end. You know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. you're going to start hitting some road bumps. Like, so, hey, Steve's not happy. New dudes ain't not happy. Okay. 
like Game of Thrones, right? Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. This is my honest advice. Um, I didn't pick up the units with local, and it was because of a pricing issue. But if it were me, this is my thing that I seen. Like the whole, I can't negotiate lease terms, things like that. Everything has to go in my name. I wasn't feeling that. Mm. I wasn't feeling it. It, 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 I wasn't feeling it, mm. but you know, I understand when, you, when businesses are in the growth phase and I try to be lenient and leeway and give, you know, you know, and even in the learning phase, you know, people, we, we all have to make mistakes to learn. You know what I mean? And sometimes when we take that nine to five, me and my guy, Josh, was just talking about this. He goes, man, the nine to five world makes it so there's no room for mistake. And I said, he goes, that's why we're entrepreneurs, because we don't mind making mistakes and other people making mistakes around us. Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to fix it. you got to be able to fix it. You know what I mean? And this is my big lesson of, out of all of this, because I have two units, you know, through local with, with um, those apartments that I'm at. And they're the exclusive managers for people that want to do Airbnb there, right? Yep. And so... I did not know that on the first go around when I got, well, I, I kind of knew what I got it through, through local, through, through those properties. And I got my first unit. Okay. Everything went pretty good. went smooth. Well, actually there's growing pains, but you know, we got it sorted out. So I went ahead and picked up the one unit below it. And I was like, I'm going to just run this one myself or I'm going to get, I wanted to get Sarah, um, uh, Maria McNeese to run it. And um, cause I didn't, like I said, you know, there's things that I don't really like about local, but, but anyway, so I, so I, I got it up on Airbnb. I started getting bookings. I started rolling with it. And then I got a, you know, a call from local. Hey, you know, I see you got another unit, you know, and, um, you know, we're exclusive. Everything has to go through us to, in order to rent here at this place. And then, you know, they know, they know the manager, you know, firsthand and, and, and so-and-so said it too. Yeah. He has to go through us. And I was like, okay, I didn't know that. That's fine. Y'all can run it. That's here. Here's all the, here's the keys. And, um, so what I, what I learned is is never ever go do an arbitrage at a place where you're stuck with that particular management team, because what happens, like you said, okay, you, you give them some advice, they fuck up. You give them more advice, they fuck up. You can't fire them. You're stuck with them. They can keep fucking up the whole term, and you're stuck with them. So that's the thing that I'm learning. That dude can give them advice. I can give him advice till my face turns blue. They'll be like, okay, we got it. Don't worry about it. And they can still keep messing up and you can't do anything about it. That's what I, the biggest lesson I learned. Never go in with an Kind of. Well, go ahead. You can kick a co-host off. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, uh, hard to evict during COVID, my friend. Uh, yeah, but it's in my name. I don't want to fuck up my credit. I'm worried about my credit. Hard to evict during COVID, my friend. <laughs> you can still, you can still. Oh no, you know me. I, I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You know me. I live life on the edge. So but in order, in order... <laughs> <laughs> but go, I know what you mean. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's 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 just a lesson I learned. Yeah. I guess you could you could play it that way or whatever. But if you just want to like have as little headaches as possible negotiate yep. directly with the with the owner of the place or the or the man, manager the big the big wig the biggest wig you can negotiate with and tell them you're using your management team or it's no deal you know what i'm saying and that's and that's simple as that or start driving people to your place and for you to direct booking website and then just cut local a check they ain't got to know who's up in there like look y'all getting paid we good 
<laughs> I mean, I'm serious. This is yeah. the, type of, the type of shit I do. I mean, because I look I at it like, man, if, if it's that big of a deal where they're messing up all the time. They do good for me because I'm on their asses. But you said, it, yeah, it creates more work for us, right? More work for you, but I also want to know, not the new guy. I need somebody who go, who, who, who's, who's fine being a, who got money in the bank, who's fine being a test rat in there. Like, I'm, I want them to show me. I want to see the numbers of somebody who does not say anything to them. If you're collecting a $500 check every month, I wouldn't give a damn what they're doing. But I need to see those numbers. You see what I'm saying? Right. If somebody yeah. in there like, yo, I got a $500 check. I ain't logged into no ring app. I ain't logged into Airbnb. I just got $500 in the mail. That was my cash flow. I'm cool. You know what I mean? But it, it depends. It depends on what. It just depends on kind of where you're trying to go with your, you know, with your time. But that, that's, that's how I look at it. Cool. <laughs> that's, no, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. But, but like you said, you're setting up your systems. Yeah. So when you do grow and expand, you won't have those growing pains. Yeah. So in other words, measure twice or measure a hundred times and cut once. Right. Yeah. And I had, I just had a lot of questions when I was there that just didn't, didn't really bid well for me. It was just like the whole, you can't, yeah. I already knew they were exclusive. They told us on the walkthrough, uh, See, that's why I always take mahogany on the walkthrough because mahogany will ask questions. Like, she gonna, I'm going to have questions and she's going to ask questions. It's going to be boom, boom. It's double. We up in there. We, you know what I'm saying? So anything yeah. I miss, she's going to pick up. If she missed it, I'm picking it up. You know, so when we mm-hmm. went, like, we got the full rundown. Like, we got the whole business, actually. But, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I, that's, but I, I respected the business model. Um, but, yeah, if it's not working, then, yeah, it's, dude. I'm making it work. I'm making it yeah. work. I'm just saying someone that's more passive, he got burned. And I wouldn't have got burned like that, but, you know, he wants to be passive. He's about stocks. He likes the stock market. That's like, you know, he likes to yeah. play around with that. And he, don't worry. He's got, I'm pretty sure he has, he's pretty well off and, he, and yeah. he's got his money in the right spot. So he's going to be okay, you know. But he, ain't I just, he, was a, he he's a little sad about that, you know, about a one-star review. But, I don't know if he's going to do anything about it. He's, he's you know what, it. though? On the flip side, him being new to Airbnb and just wanting to passive, it probably didn't hit him as hard. When you jump into the Airbnb game and you're off all the way in, a one-star mm-hmm. review, people be complaining about it on the Facebook groups. He's probably like, okay, it was a mistake. They might get better. They might not. He might not even understand it. But, it, see, I'd like to know how much he cash flows on his unit. And see if it's worth it. Yeah, that's the unit y'all were looking at, right? I think so. And it was a little bit pricey. I looked at it too. It was it was pretty it was pretty pricey. But but what for him, it? like it was like thirteen hundred. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like thirteen. <laughs> for a little bitty itty bitty itty bitty. Mm, I'm saying uh, I'm kinda <laughs> wondering if he cash flows off that, I'd be like, Wow. I don't know what he's got going on, but he's but um Your expenses come out to like sixteen. You gotta be Nah. Oh, I'm happy you brought that up because that brings me into this. I think Dallas is about to get saturated again with arbitrage, with one-bedroom arbitrages. But I think this is the thing I'm noticing. The people who are going to saturate it are going to fall off quick because they're negotiating bad deals. Ah. Yeah, they're negotiating bad deals because like, 
only know a few people out there like Sean, the people I network with who actually negotiate the deals. A lot of these people are just walking in asking for units. They're they thinking, oh, I'll just make the money. Mm-hmm. They're not even – these dudes, bro, they go in and just t- take whatever rent they give them. I'm like, <laughs> negotiate that shit? Like, yeah, so yeah. – Dallas is on it's on its way of being oversaturated with one bedrooms. It's gonna get there again. But I think where you are with how you have yours, yours are your at the right rental price and Sarah's decked them shits out so they mm-hmm. stand out. Mm-hmm. You're in there. You're the type of host that's gonna survive. These people who just sitting here picking up units, going to IKEA, throwing furniture up in there, man. That's about to die off unless you unless you go with a different size unit, unless you go in two and three bedrooms, then you'll you'll you know you can get more guests in there. But the one bedroom studios, if you ain't decked out, you ain't about to win this race. Mm. Yeah. That's why I was kind of real hesitant. That's why I like if I do my units, Sarah got that be up in them. I'm letting Sarah run them. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Let me see where'd my camera go. <laughs> still up. But still yeah, up. Oh, there you are. I'm happy you yeah, I'm happy you brought that up. And if I can vent a little bit more. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> we talk everything on this show. Yeah. And local, I love you, but you know, I'm calling you out a little bit. <laughs> a little slightly. But they're gonna pick up their game. I know they are. But they but here's one thing that a growing pain, something that they need to learn that me and you and I have already learned. We learned, I mean, this is like um renting shit one oh one, right? <laughs> shit 101 shit 101 rs 101 so, um, we cuss a lot on our friday shows uh, we do we got a little <laughs> drink and drink what's up <laughs> big plastic cup um so uh, <sighs> the unit i told you the fi- first unit the green dream you know the one that rented for um 12 month rental 2200 a month that i was all telling you oh shit i'm locked in like flynn that's why that's the reason i got the second one i was like man that one's done I got to do shit. And so we got, I got the second one, you know, let's just do some Airbnb. And anyways, the lady that was there had to get surgery on her foot. So she told local, listen, I can't stay because I'm going to get surgery. I'm going to be in a wheelchair. It's on the second floor. There's no elevator, blah, blah, blah. They even offered her, hey, well, how about you just, you know, instead of breaking your lease and paying all this money, whatever, you know, I guess they had it in a contract. She has to pay a certain amount if she breaks the lease. Uh, how about you just go, you could do the, the bottom one, you know, the bottom floor one. She said, well, that's not going to work because of this and that. You know, she just, she just wanted to bounce. And, and so anyways, this is how local handle it. She said, well, I'll be out Thursday. I'll be out Thursday because that's when the surgery and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, they're like, well, you got to be out tomorrow because, you know, if you're going to leave and you're not going to pay anything, you got to be out the next day. And so she bounced and I'm like, Okay, now what's gonna happen? Cause she was signed up to a lease, and now she's gone. You know what I mean, what 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 do y'all got for me? Oh, well, she agreed to pay the the fee that the to get out the reletting fee or whatever. All right, it'll hit. It'll come in Friday. Friday rolled around. I hit him up. Nothing. Saturday. Hey, where's my money? Sunday. Hey, where's my money? Oh, well, this is what happened. You know, the, the communication thing pisses me off about them, too. They don't answer me right away. And she's like, well, this is what happened. You know, we spoke to our lawyer, and, and they said, well, because it, it might be like a discrimination because of a handicap thing to not pursue that money. But you can pursue it if you want. 
how the fuck am I going to pursue it? I didn't sign no contract with her. And and they're like, and I was like, well, what about, did y'all do a, I, did y'all do a, um, what's it called? A, a deposit or anything? Oh, no, dude. we didn't do. And, and then silence. I didn't hear from, I'm like, what the, no deposit. So you're signing someone to a one-year lease with zero deposit. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is like renting shit one-on-one. Anyways. <laughs> That's that's what pissed me off. That's what pissed me off. I'm running out of drink. I'm getting pissed because of that. I'm sorry, but that's funny. He said you can go after her if you want. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna go find her? You got a phone number for me? And yeah, yeah. So I was pissed about that. I was like, at least one month's rent as a deposit. So what if they do bounce on you? At least you got one. You got another month's rent from them. You know what I'm saying? That's simple. That's funny. Even on on uh, uh, what's it called, Furnish Finder? It says a, there's a spot you plug in. What the freaking deposit's gonna be, right? There's a spot for that. Would y'all put zero? Oh my god! Let me sign a lease without I have to pay a deposit. I'm a bouncer. <laughs> <next. laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry. That's funny, man. Oh, it's a Friday man. episode. That, damn. Yeah, that's all the way. But they picked it up right ever since then, right? It's been renting good. So I'm um yeah disgruntled, but. <sighs> There's been some mistakes. There's been some mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible, dude. I love the show. Not only because you know we we teach and we learn, but we get to vent. That's that's yeah, I that's like to real. vent. That's real. You know, there's a lot to vent about. Like this is you see these guys on on IG and Facebook, and they're like, "Oh, look at me standing in front of an expensive car." There's a lot of fu- I mean, most of that shit's fake. But the people that actually did get there, there's a lot of freaking tears and a lot of tribulations all along the way that you don't see. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So at least we spit that all out on the show. You, you still want to do this game? You know, you can. There's gonna be some failures. There's gonna be successes and failures. Yeah. You learn the most from the failures, right? Straight up. And that's learned, really what it is, man. I, I try to post, I try to post my failures so people can learn from them. You know, even though the one I posted it wasn't that big, but it, it was one that I messed up the numbers on. You know, so yeah, the failures is when you learn. That's really what it is. You know, that's really when you learn. So next time, I guess you got Maria for your next five in Fort Worth. <laughs> in my next five in Fort Worth, yeah, wherever, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Maria to help me out, and yeah. so um. So that's the thing. Maria and maybe I'm trying to link her up with Federico too to help her. You know, I don't want her to, you know, to help her out. We got to let Federico get his systems in place. Once his systems are in place, then we got boom, boom. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we're all it. learning. But if anyone can do it, Federico can do it. He's a rock star. So Yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. We got the He's, system so you can do it. Here's what I lo- what I love about it, you know. Okay, let's say you use VAs in Philippines before, you use VAs in India, wherever you used them. Did you did you speak to them on a one-on-one basis? Did were they passionate about this shit? Cuz I talked to Federico and he says, "Man, you know, I I I just spoke with Federico uh, with with Micah, man. I love the, you know, I love this. We had a great conversation. I, I can't wait to show him this is what I learned. I can't sh-. He's like he's passionate yeah. about this. He said exactly. he, he says he works from like 5 in the morning when he works for American, you know, all the way up to like midnight whatever, but he loves every fucking minute of it cuz he's doing something he's passionate about. He loves figuring shit out. And that's what you want. Really? Yeah. See, I, yeah. that, that's what see with the uh, VAs in the Philippines it's like you're giving them a task and Federico he understands the job okay he understands okay we got to get sales he understands sales once you mm. understand that he understands how the business operates 
Like today, he sent me some shit. I'm like, oh, damn. You know, I was like, hell yeah. You know, in a spreadsheet format, like we losing money. here. I was like, this is the type of dude I need because he's going to help me grow other parts of my business with what he brings. Me. Mm. You know what I mean? Then there's more money to go around for everybody. Straight oh. up. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's he, they know his name in in American Airlines circles because they flew him over here first class for um the, he won a chairman's award ten thousand dollars because the way he's you know he's been doing his his thing over there in South America. They did a big old thing in, in Dallas, this badass hotel, you know, wined him and dined him, you know, met the CEO, shook hands with the CEO, and it's like yeah, they they flew Federico in and cause, I can believe it because he, yeah. he he he. He sees things from a business owner standpoint, man. He sees it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, he's the truth. He's the truth. And he can't wait to get to America. He's a land of opportunity, man. He says that he can, he can do anything there. You know? Dude, people don't realize that. You know, we're in the land of fucking opportunity. Straight up. Just get up and bust a move. Try something. You know what I mean? So quit your bitching, everybody, and get out there and fucking do something. Straight up. And I got to say something on that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of vent a little bit too. Yeah. It's always some people out there that's going to try to hold you down. Always got something to say. Just remember, most of those people ain't even in the damn game. They on the sideline watching. Mm-hmm. Don't let them deter you from striving for greatness, as my man LeBron would say. Don't let nobody deter you for real, man. I see a mm-hmm. lot of people who ain't even in the game got all, all the shit in the world to say. Mm-hmm. But you flipping, I didn't say it, flipping <laughs> burgers at McDonald's, but you got all the, all the advice in the world. But I, I don't want to take it to that level. But, you know, it's, it's people that and don't even have a foot in the game but stop somebody who potentially can go and do something, but they hear those words and it crumbles them, you know, and the words of negativity, man, don't ever stunt that crap. You know what I mean? So keep pushing. Keep pushing, baby. Great episode, man. This is off the cuff, you know. You know, someone oh, fell yeah. out. We we're supposed to interview, but we'll get them on next time. And we just winged it. And when are we, we we have a good episodes. Our Fridays, we have fun. We have fun. Oh yeah, Fridays. Yeah, Fridays. I don't know. We, we do me and you on Fridays, man. <laughs> 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 oh man, the club shut down. Y'all ain't kicking it anyway, so hey, you might as well cussing and drinking. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are our, gro- our our growing pains for tonight. And uh, yeah, thank y'all for continuing to listen to us. It's crazy how many people we've helped now that you brought that up. Shout out to um, Parental Wealth on Instagram for shouting us out. I'm so happy you were able to get that house off the ground, get that Airbnb up. When you tagged us, that meant the world. I'm happy mm. that we were able to help you straight up. And I hope there's other people we've been able to help. Tag us on Instagram if we helped you. We will definitely shout you out. So, for sure. Love it. All right. All right. LLT is out. Later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.